Welcome back, everybody. Captain Eddie here with Heart of Indie Radio. We are so honored to have a very special guest with us tonight, Ariel Eden from New York City. She is a singer-songwriter, and she is just incredible. Her music, you need if you haven't heard it, you need to go check it out. It is just incredible. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and for your kind words. I'm really, really happy to be here with you. Oh, we, we just love your music. Um, it's not just the lyrics, even the arrangements. It's so full. It reminds me of reaching way back. Now, this is kind of reaching back a bit, but the Phil Spector days, the wall of sound, because your music kind of has a very full, rich sound, and it's really cool. I love it. I love it all so much. Thank you. Well, I owe that to the great producers that I've worked with. So I'm, you know, so much is in collaboration. I really, I'm a big believer in finding the right people. <laughs> That's key. You know, anytime you're releasing a song, hire the best that you can get because it's going to pay off in the long run. And I think it has with you and your music because it's, it's just so beautifully done. You want to give them a plug real quick? We're not opposed. Uh <laughs> a oh, sure. I mean, uh, you know, some of my work has been done with Daniel A. Weiss, who's an amazing musician and producer. Um, uh, my first single off of my EP, the title track, Signs and Signals, was both written and produced by Forrest Whitehead, who's amazing, a Grammy-nominated um, producer and hit songwriter. And um, Austin Moorhead is the producer of U-Turns, my most recent single. So all very, very talented folks. So and it shows it shows so you you mentioned your new track u-turns which got our attention <laughs> i'm so glad it did <laughs> you know as soon as i heard this fine this young lady you know? so uh tell us about u-turns what was the inspiration for that song you know i got a, a lot of times i write down titles when i hear them or i get an idea and i was actually in a workshop and i heard um somebody who was on a panel in a workshop use the phrase U-turns in a way about like careers. I made U-turns in my careers and I just thought that's, that's so great. So I took it down and then I ended up participating in a songwriting challenge, a seven day songwriting challenge. And um, I decided, okay, I'm going to use that one. And, you know, I I've <laughs> tend to write a lot about relationships and functional, dysfunctional ones. And I thought U-turns um, could be a good way to talk about like an on-again, off-again relationship where you kind of, you know, you want to get past, you keep wanting to get past. And then in the end, you just end up making that U-turn back to the same person again. Yep. And you have, well, you have a few tracks that are, are really cool, but another one that really stuck in my mind was Sagittarius because I am one. So You mentioned that to me. So when's your birthday? The 15th. The 15th. Okay. And yours? Mine is the fourth. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Note to self. Yes. <laughs> so what, what, this is kind of a sassy track. I, I like this, you know? <laughs> it, yes, it is. And I like to tell people it's kind of my signature, <laughs> signature song. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I wrote that actually a, quite some time ago, but um, I, the way I used to introduce it, whether or not I'm thinking, was this true or not? But um, whenever I would um, look at descriptions of personality traits of Sagittarians, they would have all of these wonderful, optimistic, curious, um, adventurous, you know, knowledgeable, all these things. And then I would usually come across something like flighty or fickle. And I, I hated that. I was like, I don't like that. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to write a song that sort of reclaims that as something kind of exciting and adventurous and 
uh, almost like a haha, beware of the Sagittarian because, you know, yes, maybe we are flighty and adventurous. And, you know, so it was sort of reclaiming that as part of the identity. It's the backbone to our creativity, right? We just got to move on. But you, you played, I tell you what, you played up the strings very well. I love that. Uh, if our listeners have not heard Sagittarius, go check it out. It's, it's as easy as clicking on Spotify. But you want to download these tracks. Don't just listen. Go download them. So this may be a tough question, and it's okay. You can take a minute. Are you <laughs> okay. ready? I hope so. What were your musical influences early on? And how about now? So it's kind of a two-part question. Sure. I mean, I go way back, like from Madonna to Billy Joel to um, the Lilith Fair regulars, you know, Sarah McLaughlin and Indigo Girls and Cheryl Crow and all of those folks, um, Taylor Swift. And and I, I would say general, like, uh, I would say t- top 40 pop for sure. Um, right. And more recently, I've gotten very much into pop country and um, just the style of writing almost in, in pop country and sort of the, the cleverness in the hooks and, and the lyrics there. So I, I like to think that sort of everything, all of my influences have led me to this moment in a way, because pop country to me sort of takes the organic and the singer songwriter piece of like those Lilith Fair folks and kind of brings it together with that top 40 piece of, of my background. So I think that's kind of how I've landed here. (laughs) That's a good explanation. And I love that. Um, If you, for some of our newer artists out there who are just, just getting exposed to songwriting workshops, those are a great thing to participate in. So definitely Mm -hmm. take those challenges and get involved. So what about now, if you had to pick just two or three artists now that, you would say, oh, I've got to hear everything they do. Oh, wow. Um, that's a tough one. Um, I know, right? You know, I, I, I just think it's like a different, it's also a different industry these days because it's so song focused. So yes, yes. I think really I'm instead of maybe this isn't the answer that you wanted, but you know, some writers who I, I can talk about writers who I love, like Brandy Clark um, is amazing. And um, Shane McAnally, um, Emily Falvey is another writer who I think is amazing. And um, I think for me, it's more about like finding the songs than the particular, the particular artists, if that. The, the delivers it. Yeah. 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 That that's a sense. very, that's a very clever answer. Smartly done. All right. <laughs> I, I do think about this. So. <laughs> Th- that is clever. I like that. And, you know, we can all draw the lines between the writers and the artists that delivered it. We, we know what they wrote, who, who performed it. Uh, but I think you're exactly right in that really at the heart of it, it's who wrote it to begin with, where it came from. And there and, is a lot, and there's tons of overlap these days. The artists oh, gosh, are yes. so, so much involved in that process. So I, mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, Lori McKenna is amazing. Julia Michaels. I mean, these are all just amazing writers who I just look up to and admire so much. You've got people clapping right now. Julia Michaels, yes. I mean, she created a whole sound landscape. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have some serious uh, fans of, of Julia Michaels. So, how would you classify your music if you had to toss it into a singular genre? I think right now I'm taking an intentional step into pop country. So if I had to choose, that's kind of where I am. But I guess I would say like, 
probably where Taylor Swift maybe made that transition <laughs> between Ooh, between country and pop. Yeah. Does that does that, that make was a sense? Big, like, that was a big leap. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, so I think I'm somewhere between like, you know, I don't know what were the albums like red and, you know, like, um, you know, I don't you're still know. figuring it out and that's OK. I'm that, figuring it out. Yeah, that, that's OK. That's, that's fine. So think for a moment we're really digging into you here. Okay. It's, it's just such a special opportunity to have you here. We're so honored to have you. So what was your most special moment on stage so far? Just kind of thinking back any live performance anywhere, just a special moment. It could be the audience, it could be a delivery from the band. It could be anything. Well, I, I feel like there's so many, I mean, I just, I really enjoy performing in some, I think with this whole, pandemic it's been hard to remember that because i haven't been doing it as much but well, we're um, not asking you to name a you know a venue because then you're picking one over the other and we're not asking you to do that but maybe the most special moment on stage maybe it was an audience interaction or band or it could be anything we're not asking you to name anybody because yeah that's too personal mm -hmm. oh this is one i haven't this is one i haven't thought of but that's my uh, job i guess <laughs> what most recently comes to mind it was sort of one of my first performances back since all of this has been going on and all I the think, COVID stuff yeah yeah I think just getting back on stage and feeling that energy for the first time after I did a bunch of live streaming for a while and as great as it is to be able to do that there's a great reach with live streaming there's just a different energy when you're in the same room as people so sure I think being able to feel that again was one of the most special things because it was just such a reminder of that power of of being together with people with music that energy being able to connect in that way it's just it's it's such a special spectacular thing it is that chemistry and you know we all feel it when you're on stage um, and it's something that you miss when it's absent especially those first few rows where you can actually see the facial expressions mm -hmm. you know and you get that feedback that's instantaneous um, they can't fake that so that's really really special special so thank you for sharing that okay now we're going to flip the coin your most embarrassing or unexpected moment in music so far it doesn't matter whether it was on stage or in the studio or maybe a writing session it could be anything but your most embarrassing moment or just really unexpected where the okay that just happened i don't, I don't <laughs> know if this is what you're looking for at all but for some reason this this was a long time ago actually and i was giving a show at a place in the east village called the c note it was a tiny little hole in the wall it doesn't exist anymore but i have a song that i have not released but it's probably on my soundcloud page somewhere that nobody really knows about but it's a song called uncovered and i thought let's do something clever and during uncovered i'm going to <laughs> i'm going to wear a wig and during during uncovered i'm going to uncover myself and like and take off I the love wig. It. so i love it um so i have this wig i got this very straight haired wig which is obviously the opposite of my hair um so i wore this and it was a little bit dark but i don't think my mom's gonna like this very much but my parents used to come to my to my shows all the time and so my parents walked in the door and i was like hi and i could tell my mom had no idea that it was me <laughs> So I was like, do you, do you know who I am? And she was like, help, help me out. So 
I know Ouch. that's not, not a, I was like, it's me, mom, it's me. So I, that's, I know that's not what you necessarily had. You caught mind. me off I guard. I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I was thinking of something that was so kind of shocking during a performance situation and that's what came to mind. So I don't know if that, that answers your question, but I have never since worn a wig on stage again. <laughs> oh, wow. That brings a whole new level to unexpected when your own mother doesn't recognize yes. you you know yes. you definitely needed to uncover everything wow i will never you. let let her live that down but anyway i do i do that's what i do like that song a lot <laughs> have you ever ran into any challenges that were unexpected on stage maybe during a performance because i know that we have a lot of up-and-coming indie artists that either have experienced something like that or never have and so we like to get artists kind of share things that have happened to them on stage that maybe they didn't expect and kind of how they dealt with that yeah, I mean, I guess something else that comes to mind is I used to, for some reason, and I still get nervous about this, have a lot of, um, I don't know if it's guitar karma, but um, what would happen is like <laughs> some, I, I thought I had like changed my battery. I thought everything worked, but somehow like the sound would just kind of go in and out, in and out, in and out. And this happened like at a variety of, of shows. So I don't know if that's unexpected or expected after a while, but that was something that definitely like threw me off a bunch. And then I started kind of bringing an extra guitar when that would happen, just because it kind of made me nervous and making sure like everything was, you know, testing it out beforehand. I don't know. I think something I had like a faulty jack or something, but yeah. anyway, it definitely throws you off when that sort of thing happens, but the show must go on. You have to keep playing even if your guitar is not being projected to the yeah. That little expression, the show must go on. Yes. They're talking about your show. Yes. <laughs> Let's go on. So you artists out there that wonder sometimes why artists have two or three guitars on stage. That's why you yeah. just never know. And sometimes yeah. it, it's just inspiration. You feel like playing your other baby, you know, because there's a different sound, different, different mood. Definitely. That, that kind of thing. So what's coming up this summer? Yeah. So I'm in the process of releasing my EP called Signs and Signals. So mm -hmm. I've definitely got more of that coming your way. Um, I am probably going to have, it's in the works and actually I can say it now, I can announce it here for the first time, going to have what I'm calling a mid EP release party at um, the City Winery uh, Loft Space in New York City on July 5th. Um, and I'm really excited about that because it's a great venue and I'm just excited to celebrate putting this music out into the world and probably around that time i'll have one of the singles coming out as well um you know what you need to do you need to you need to perform one of those on the international indie summer 2022 i would love to event you are officially welcome to participate uh, thank you that so, would be great. yeah that'll be awesome so we'll we'll send you a fact sheet so you can see what to do that is just so so cool so you got your hands full for the summer it sounds like I mean, I'd like to get some more shows going and um, but definitely want to keep getting the EP out. And, you know, I'm writing more all the time. I'm, I'm constantly writing. So um, as much as I'm excited to get this EP out, I'm already thinking like, OK, what's going to be next, you know, in the, in my world? What you know, I just that, that's I how music the, is. Yeah. In the midst of working on one project, you're planning the next. So, well, when you have these creative sparks, it's like you feel very eager to follow them through and act on them and then get them out into the world. So it can be sure. sort of a lot happening at once in your, at least in your brain. <laughs> I totally understand. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is just so cool. So you're going to have us busy too, just listening to all this really great music coming out this yeah. summer. So we're looking forward to that. Okay. Well, 
we really appreciate you coming on the show. You know, we're honored to have you here. You're just such an incredible artist. And I'm just, I'm flabbergasted that we hadn't found you before now. <laughs> Where's yeah. she been? Where has she been hiding? I've but, been here. Well, I'm so honored to be here and I'm so grateful to be, to be a part of this. And thank you so much. But we want to get your music out. We broadcast in nine countries. So we want to get your music out in front of some more folks. So that'd be awesome. So how can folks find you? So people can find me on social media. My handle on all the various platforms is the, like T-H-E, like the, Ariel Eden. So that's my handle. And it's Ariel, A-R-I-E-L-L-E. It's sort of like The Little Mermaid, but not totally. <laughs> Different spelling. <laughs> um, so The Ariel Eden. Um, I'm on all of the streaming platforms, Ariel Eden on Spotify, Apple Music, dot, 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 every, everything. So you can find me there um, and at my handles. I'm most, most active on Instagram these days. Awesome. And by the way, thank you for that, for trying to keep the same name across all the platforms. Sometimes you can't because it's taken, but you know, it's yeah. so cool when artists keep it consistent for their brand. That is awesome. Okay. So we're going to play one of your songs. Would you like to introduce that? I would love to. Cool. Um, all right. Should I go ahead? Absolutely. Okay. This is Ariel Eden and you are about to hear my recent release called U-Turns. All right. All right. Here we go. We're going to get back to the music folks right here on Heart of Indie Radio. <laughs> 